0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to To Be Heard podcast, your weekly faith-filled and motivational podcast where listeners are encouraged, culture is challenged, and the truth can be heard. My name is Ayana Simone, and I am your host for this podcast. And if you want to know more about who I am and what I do, be sure to head on over to my website at ayanasimone.com and be sure to sign up to become a member So I can stay connected with you every Wednesday via email. And if you want to stay closely connected to the podcast, be sure to follow To Be Heard podcast on Instagram. That way you can stay in touch with each and every episode. But happy To Be Heard Tuesday. Everyone tune into today's episode. Oh my gosh, I know there's so much going on in the world. And it's like, where do we even begin? And we did kind of talk about this. Well, you know what, we talked about this every episode, I think, of this new season of the podcast so far because we just can't ignore it. Like there's no way that we can look at everything going on in our world today and just turn turn our faces, you know, because when we look the other way, there's something going on there too. It's just all around chaos and craziness. And I mentioned in last week's To Be Her Tuesday, being that it was election day that i was expecting a lot of mess <laughs> like i was bracing myself and i just couldn't help but to say that like that's just what i was feeling that we would just be witnessing more craziness than ever before and one thing i keep telling myself in regards to 2020 is that i i just tell myself like this is not a normal year So when we all found out that the election wasn't normal, you know, we had the mail-in ballots this time around and we didn't get to find out. I thought we would find out a lot sooner. Like, I should have expected some type of delay, but I'm like, this is a long time. Like, I feel like the whole nation was at a standstill. Like, who is the president? (laughs) Like, it was just weird. But everything about 2020 is weird. Like, it's not normal. And I will say and I won't get too deep into this, but, you know, there's all this craziness going on in our world today. But some of you may be able to relate to this, but I can say in my own personal life, like there's been so many things where I'm I just take a look at it and I'm like, that's not normal. Like that doesn't happen on the regular and it's a lot to take in. Like, I think it's okay to to say that. Like, this is a lot. And again, I've mentioned this before. I think in every episode in this new season, because it's hard not to talk about it, but It's just been really challenging. Like everywhere you look, there's something going on. You look at the world, there's something going on there. You look at your own personal life. There's so much going on there. It's really hard to like take a deep breath and say that everything's going to be okay. But I do want to encourage you once again on the podcast Listen, I want this to be a place where I can encourage you. And the best way that I can do that is, of course, reminding you about the good news we have in the gospel. Not to turn a blind eye to everything going on in the world. Certainly not to do that. But to remind us that when we do look at everything going on in the world, we can still hold on to hope. And his name is Jesus Christ amen thank you lord like i just i cannot imagine myself in 2020 without a relationship with jesus let me tell you right now i would not be doing well it's tough it is a really challenging season and so i want to encourage us all and again we talked about this the very first to be her tuesday of season two that there is hope in jesus christ and if you need to be reminded of that that listen, I'm right here, y'all. This is my reminder to you that there is hope in Jesus Christ and he loves the mess out of you. (laughs) Like he loves you so much that it literally drove him to death. He died on the cross for your sins, rose again three days later so we can have new life in him and we can have hope in this crazy, dark, evil world. We can have hope in Jesus. So I want to encourage you with that. But Diving right into today's episode, I want to talk about, you know, I kind of mentioned before already in this episode, I'll just be a bit vulnerable. And again, I won't go too deep into this, but there are some challenges that I've had to face personally in 2020. Just in my own personal walk of life, there's been some really interesting obstacles that I've had to face. And, um, you know, I actually plan on blogging about a bit of that on my website at ahonestimone.com. So make sure that you stay tuned for this month's blog. I post one every last Sunday of the month. And so for this uh, November blog, I'm going to talk a bit more about this. And For those of you who feel like you're going through something personally, um, just in your own personal walk, I hope that that blog encourages you. So stay tuned for that. Um, But I do want to hone in on one specific challenge that I have faced, not just in 2020, but for my entire life, something that really challenged me. Um, and challenges me to this day. Like, I have not conquered this thing yet, and I want to dive a bit into that because you may be able to uh, relate to this, or in this episode, you may realize that this is a challenge for you too, but as your host, you guys know, obviously, this is To Be Heard Podcast, you guys know that I am To Be Heard. That is my literal name, like Simone, I go by Ayana Simone, even though Simone's my middle name, (laughs) that's what I go by, Ayana Simone, and Simone means to be heard, and if you've been following the podcast for a long time, or if you just listened to, you know, my introduction episodes, you would know that that's been a staple my entire life, like I've always wanted to be heard, I've always had something to say, like I was never it's rare when I'm quiet like if I'm in a position to say something especially if it's to stand for truth or or something I'm like let someone try and stop me say this like I am to be heard I will say it and being you know my career choice is to be a writer and being a writer my job (laughs) like if I want to be a good writer I literally have to know how to be good with my words. Like, that's my job. That's what I want to do for the rest of my life. I want to be good with words. And so being that my career choice, you know, as a writer, as an author, and being the to be heard I am, like, I have to find a balance of being heard. But when I say something, I have to use my words well, and in the past, I will, listen, I've blown that so many times, especially, you know, being an emotional person and being to be heard. Sometimes I say things out of emotions, and man, I got to submit my tongue to Holy Spirit over and over again. There's been some, some times that I fell, and I'll be the first to admit that. But that is what I want to do for the rest of my life. I want to be a writer, but being heard is like embedded in my being. And from the stories I've heard when I was a little girl, um, you know, just stories when I was little all throughout my life, it's been confirmed. Like I am just to be heard. And I bring that up in today's To Be Heard Tuesday because, again, I want to talk about a challenge that I face. But being that I am to be heard, one thing that is very challenging for me to do is to not be heard. <laughs> in other words, if I have like if if I'm in a position where it's like, you know, maybe you shouldn't say something here. Maybe you should just be quiet. That's really hard for me because I'm like, hold on, like someone's got to say it and I don't have an issue saying it. So like why not? But there are just some moments and some situations where it's better to not say anything. And that for me is a challenge. And I think in 2020, I've been challenged in a lot of different areas, but this area here, it's not just a 2020 thing. Like all throughout my life, I've always been challenged in this area. Like maybe you shouldn't say anything. Like maybe you should just be quiet, Ayana. And that's hard for me. But there is something I want to take a look at this today, really. And I want to invite us all into this challenge here because I don't believe it's just me. But it's no secret with the craziness of 2020, it's no secret that everyone, you know, I am to be heard. That's true but everyone in 2020 wants to be heard and we want to say how we feel we want to voice our opinion we want to let people know we disagree we want to let people know that we don't like one another we're on different sides we don't agree all types of things that we just want to say everyone wants to be heard and I think it's a challenge for all of us and I'm including myself in this I am not like you know, looking down and pointing my finger like all of you need to get it together. No, like this is a challenge for me too. And I will say because everyone does want to be heard. That's true. But there is a difference between wanting your opinion to be heard and wanting the truth to be heard. And to be heard podcast is a place where the truth can be heard. And the truth, the truth will always contradict culture. And I see that I mean, we all I think, I think we all see that uh, in 2020, how, you know, there is a certain truth. There is the truth, not a certain truth, but the truth and culture does not agree with it. And it's I have a really unique position because one thing about the truth and we'll get more um, into this uh, on this season of the podcast. But the interesting thing about the truth is that it really doesn't matter who says it. It doesn't matter who believes in it or who walks in it, who agrees, the truth doesn't care. Like the truth is going to be true. Doesn't matter how you feel about it, if you agree with it, it doesn't matter. You know, I hear this all the time now, how everyone has, they say like, oh, it's my truth. It's like, that is your opinion. It's not the truth. The truth is absolute. It doesn't care if you agree with it. It doesn't care if you like it or if you believe in it. Like, just to give you a better example of that, if I, on the podcast, if I came on a To Be Hurt Tuesday and I, I just told all of you like, hey, just, um, you know, all those times when I said Jesus is Lord and, you know, he loves you and all that stuff. Just kidding. All of that was a lie. I was kidding that entire time. None of that's true. The truth that Jesus is Lord and he loves you, that would still be true. Doesn't matter if I turn my back on it and I believe something different that would still be true. I just happen to believe in it and I happen to want to get that truth out. But even if I decided to not believe in it, the truth would still be true. You know, even if I, like everything that I'm saying, even if I like feel a certain way about it and I can't say I necessarily agree with it, there's so many things in scripture that I'm like, that is really, really hard to accept and really hard to walk in. Even even when it's hard, like it's just the truth. It doesn't matter if you fully accept it or not. It's the truth. And that's the cool thing about that versus people's opinions. I'll speak on my own opinion. My opinion changes every stinking day. Like every day, y'all. So it's good knowing that we have the truth. We have the truth of God's word and it doesn't waver. It doesn't change. And we talked about that before last season on the podcast. But even with all that being said, let's get back to the challenge, which I'm featuring this on today's uh, To Be Hurt Tuesday. We all have that challenge of Being quiet because we all want to be heard. We all, you know, we all have something to say. Sometimes it's really hard to just be quiet, but I want to go straight to scripture and I want to share with you all something that has really, really challenged me in this season of everyone trying to be heard, everyone, you know, voicing their opinion and and what have you. I want to point you to Luke chapter 23, and I'm going to read this portion of scripture here, and it is so difficult. You guys know To Be Heard podcast is where culture is challenged, and this passage of scripture is so challenging. I literally was like, I can't even stomach this. It is so challenging looking at the scripture here, and I want to apply it to all of our lives on this To Be Heard Tuesday, but we are going to look at a scene here. Where Jesus, you know, let me just read it and let the story just tell itself. It's so good. But looking at Luke 23, this is verses 8 through 11. And it says, Herod was delighted at the opportunity to see Jesus because he had heard about him and had been hoping for a long time to see him perform a miracle. He asked Jesus question after question, but Jesus refused to answer. Meanwhile, the leading priest And the teachers of religious law stood there shouting their accusations. Then Herod and his soldiers began mocking and ridiculing Jesus. Finally, they put a royal robe on him and sent him back to Pilate. So it's pretty clear here what's going on as the story is told that Jesus is being accused, he's being mocked and ridiculed, and we have to understand the person of Jesus Christ. Jesus being sinless, perfect, coming full of grace and truth. Jesus, who is the son of God, understanding that Jesus was there in the beginning of time. He was not this new creation that God came up with 2000 years ago. But from the beginning of time, Jesus Christ was there and through him, the whole world was made through Jesus. The whole world was made. And he came and he healed and redeemed and rescued and loved and set free. This Jesus being accused, mocked and ridiculed. Now, listen, we should all be glad (laughs) that man, that human beings, that none of us are God. Because in the culture that we're living in today, and everyone has something to say about nothing, that's the thing too. And again, I'm not pointing my finger, this is a challenge for me too, but some things that people say, I'm like, now what provoked you to say that? Like no one was even disagreeing, no one was arguing, but we are so... I don't know if it's like trauma or what it is, but like we all have something to say sometimes about nothing. Like we're literally talking to a brick wall. We're just talking just to say something, you know? It's not even a uh, disagreement. It's just everyone's just talking. Everyone wants to be heard. Can you imagine if we were Jesus in the situation? And again, I'm so glad none of us are. Could you imagine? Just think. Just think about yourself right now. What your response would be to being mocked, ridiculed, and accused. Even if you did nothing wrong. That's my point. Like Jesus did nothing wrong. The people who were accusing him and mocking him, he made them. Like he was there when the world began. He was there when they were formed in their mother's womb. And they are all accusing Jesus. Could you imagine if you actually had a real reason to, to, to like bite back? to defend yourself, stand up for yourself, stand up for your argument, whatever. Can you imagine if you had a real reason to do that? Being being Jesus, like you did nothing wrong and you're accused. I know for me, if I were accused in that situation and I did nothing wrong, I would have so much to say. I already have so much to say. Give me a reason to say something. Oh my gosh. But Jesus, Jesus, okay? He has no reason to be accused. He was sinless. He was perfect. He is literally the son of God. Like he created everything. Everything in this world was created through him. And he's being accused, mocked, and ridiculed. And he says, according to verse nine, Jesus doesn't say anything. It says Jesus refused to answer. Meaning he could have answered, but he refused to. He chose to stay silent. And the way that I live my life, is to live like Jesus. Like, I want to love like Jesus right now, personally. I am praying to have peace like Jesus. Like, I want to sleep in storms like Jesus. Like, I want to be like Jesus. And I remember I felt so convicted reading this story because I'm like, if you want to be like Jesus, you got to know when to be quiet like Jesus. And that is challenging. Jesus, he refused to answer With all those accusations, being ridiculed, mocked, all of that, he did not say a word. Oh, my goodness. The conviction was so heavy. I literally, I'm like, I need to, like, walk away because, oh, man. And I know there's been a lot of name calling, especially with this 2020 election. There's been a lot of name calling. And in response to that, we've all had some, like, we can name call all day. Like, in the culture we're living in. It's like you think you, that name you called me was bad. Let me let me call you this, <laughs> and that's like ten times worse. I've seen that back and forth on social media, in person. You know, like with video clips, I've seen people go at it with one another. Or, you know, two different sides of the election, what what have you. I've seen that over and over again. But Jesus, he has every right to defend himself. Every right to say you're literally wrong. I made you. You can't accuse me, sir. I made you. He has every right to say that, and he says nothing. Oh my goodness, because you know what, you guys? The story gets even more convicting. Jesus, he's sinless, he's perfect, but the story mentions that it's Herod and his soldiers that mock and ridicule him. If you study the Bible, you study exactly who this Herod is. This Herod, let me tell you how evil Herod is. Herod, and you can read about this in the Gospels, but Herod, he actually beheaded John the Baptist. And one thing you have to know about John the Baptist is that he and Jesus go way back. And you can read about this in the Gospels, but Jesus and John the Baptist literally like they, their mothers were pregnant at the same time with them. Like they go way back. They're like, they're that duo, you know, the dynamic duo. They go way back. And Jesus actually credits John as the best preacher he's ever known, the greatest preacher he's ever known. And Herod beheaded, killed John the Baptist. And it gets even worse. It's not that he beheaded him for no reason, or well, he did behead him for no reason, but this was the reason. This was it. Herod beheaded John the Baptist because he had this very wicked, uncontrollable sexual desire that the person yeah we're going there the woman who aroused him told him i want the head of john the baptist and so he beheaded them i can't even begin to tell you how wicked that is you take someone's life because you're aroused and you can't control yourself this is john the baptist like john he baptized jesus he prepared the way for jesus to come John the Baptist is a significant guy. He was not a nobody. He dressed like it, but we don't have to get into that. But he was significant. He really was. His story was very significant. And he went out by being beheaded by a king by this Herod who couldn't control himself. And he followed his his sexual desire because of what the woman told him what the woman asked for, the head of John the Baptist and he did it. And this Herod is now accusing Jesus Christ, the son of God. Oh my, if I was in that position, no one is safe. I would lay it all out. I would have so much to say, so many names to call. I'm being truthful. I would, I would have a very hard time refusing to answer, refusing to say anything, looking at the face of someone who killed my best friend. I hate this story. I do. It's convicting. It's hard to stomach. Like, I literally can't process it. I cannot digest the story at all. Jesus literally, he refused to answer. He said nothing. And being the to be heard I am, it is so hard to say nothing. I'm like, Jesus, you couldn't even be like, I will literally, like, I will send a lightning bolt. (laughs) Like, that's what I would do. Oh, I would, I, not only would I have things to say, but I would have things to do. Okay. I'm like, I will lay it all out. (laughs) Like I'm looking at the face of someone who killed my dude, bro. No, there's no way I would be able to, to stay silent. But Jesus did. Here's, here's the cool thing about the story and something that I want us to apply to all of our lives. None of this is popular. If anyone, anyone in the world listening to this and be like, you Christians are stupid, <laughs> like not saying anything in that moment, it doesn't make sense. This whole thing is very illogical. Why would Jesus, he, ha, he did nothing wrong. And they were accusing him, mocking him, ridiculing him. He did nothing wrong. He's literally on his way to die for their sins. He, his heart is pure. He did nothing wrong. He's sinless. He's perfect, flawless. He did nothing wrong. Why wouldn't he want to defend himself? Why didn't he want to prove them wrong? Like, he had every right to do that. He's Jesus Christ. Like, he made the world. I'd be like, literally, y'all, like, I made you. Like, let, let, <laughs> I double dog dare you. Try and say something else. Like, I would let them have it. I would let them know, you guys. And I'm just being so honest, like I would let them know. Why didn't Jesus let them know who he was? You know why he didn't have to do any of that? Because he knew who he was. Jesus knew. He knew he did nothing wrong. He knew he was the son of God. He knew that he came to earth to die on the cross for their sins. He knew that he came to die he knew his purpose he knew who he was and that was enough oh my gosh this is so uncomfortable that was enough for Jesus he did not have to prove himself that's why Herod was so excited to see him we read that in verse 8 Herod's like oh cool I get to see Jesus perform these miracles how cool is this Jesus didn't care if Herod believed in him or not. He didn't care to, you know, he didn't say like, let me let me perform a miracle real fast just so Herod knows exactly who he's dealing with. I, I wish Herod would try and tell me da, 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 da. No, no. Jesus knew who he was and he knew what he was called to do, that anything they told him, he's like, I'm still going to the cross I am here for this purpose, for this reason, and that is to die on the cross for the sins of the world. So they can call me what they want. They can say whatever they want. I'm here to die for them. And that, that's why he didn't have to respond because he already knew who he was. Can I tell you how badly we have to apply that to our lives? When I say we, I am talking about me as well. I am so not excluding myself from this. This this whole Do Be Her Tuesday, just so you all know, is actually for me, okay? I'm recording this for me so I can listen back and be like, yeah, she's right. <laughs> because I have to work on this. Oh my gosh, to know who I am enough and be so comfortable with my calling and with my purpose that you can call me the worst name in the book and I would be so confident that I don't even have to say anything oh my gosh I have chills everywhere this is hard Uh, this is so difficult (laughs) man to know who you are to be confident in your calling that doesn't matter what they call you doesn't matter what they say because that's what everyone's doing now like that we have names for everyone for who the person you vote for, to the god that you worship, like for even I mean I want to be so honest, like even those of us who are believers and we can look at the world, we can look at some people who don't believe in Jesus and have a name for them. I'm talking everyone. We are just in a season of name calling, pointing fingers. This is not healthy. This is not good. But taking a look at Jesus in that situation, where he was name-called, and he was mocked and ridic- ridiculed, and he said nothing. He said nothing. You want to know why? He knew who he was. I. This is hard. This is so hard and so challenging. For me, I know this challenges culture. No, this doesn't make sense. It's illogical. In a world where everyone wants to be heard, it's like I'm not going to be quiet when people call me names and people got something to say. But Jesus, uh, being, being, listen to me, I have to lay down my own desires and put aside what I want to do and what I want to say. And I literally, being that I'm so in love with Jesus, you would not, you don't even know. I'm so in love with Jesus. I want to be just like him. And to be like him is to be like him. That's not a game. Like, I'm not going to say, oh yeah, I'm gonna be like Jesus and then treat people awfully. Then I'm not being like Jesus. Because Jesus is a loving person. Like when I say I want to be like Jesus, I mean that in every aspect. And that includes laying down what I think needs to be heard and what I want to say and what I want to, you know, step up and defend myself and and say all these things and call them names back. I want to lay all that aside to be like Jesus. And sometimes that means not saying anything because Jesus was confident enough to not say anything. He could have. I like how it says he refused to answer. Like, he could have said something, and he would not be wrong if he did. Whatever he said, I'm sure it'd be, like, spot on. He wasn't lying. Everything Jesus says, it was the truth. But to be so sure where it's, like, you know, I don't even have to respond because I know that's not what they're calling me. That's not who I am. And I'm so confident in my purpose and my calling. I'm still going to go to the cross, regardless of what they say of me. Some things I have to tell myself, like, I'm still going to write. Despite if you don't like my writing, I'm I'm still going to write because I want to I want to be that confident. Like I'm still going to fulfill the purpose. I'm still going to follow the dream that God has for me. And you can say you can say whatever you want. But I'm I'm going to be so sure and so confident. It's like that doesn't I'm not even going to give that my attention. I'm not even going to respond to the worst of people, to the Herods that behead John the Baptist to the worst of people. I want to know. I want to learn how to be quiet. When to be heard becomes quiet, that's a really sad day. (laughs) It's a hard day for me when I'm quiet, but I want to be like him. I want to be like Jesus so much and still go and still do what I'm called to do, despite what people think of me, despite what people call me. I want to live that out. And I I pray that same prayer for you that you would be so confident in who you are and in your calling that some things you you just don't even give a response to. And of course, the only way to really know who you are, to really understand your calling is to go to Jesus. He made you. Don't forget that. He made you. He knows exactly what's in you. I've been resting on Psalms 139 this season of my life because that's typically my go-to. But it talks about how just he he knows everything about you. He knows when you rise, when you fall, when you make a mistake. He knows he knows all the, the stuff about you. He knows it. And so I encourage you this week, give that to him. Find out who you are. Find out what you're called to do. We talked about that a bit before on the podcast in this season for such a time as this. Find out what that calling is. And I pray that You would be so confident in what the Lord shows you that everything else is like, you don't even have to respond. So that is all that I have to say for this To Be Heard Tuesday. This was the most challenging episode I think I've ever recorded. Like, To Be Heard becomes quiet. Like, oh, gosh. Oh, Jesus, I need a lot of grace in this area. And, but I do pray that for you. And I hope that you did enjoy today's To Be Heard Tuesday. Not that, I mean, maybe you didn't enjoy it because I can't say I enjoyed it either. It's a really hard time for me. But if you enjoyed it or if you didn't enjoy it even, please rate and leave a review on this episode. Follow and subscribe on whatever listening platform you're tuned in on. And come back next week for a brand new To Be Heard Tuesday right here on To Be Heard Podcast.